Welcome back to a little bit of Hope Podcast. I hope you had an opportunity to listen to the introduction episode that told all about who I am, what this is all about. If you haven't, um, you don't need to to listen to this episode, but it'll give you a little backstory on me, my family, and how I got into podcasting and what I want to talk about and share with you in the coming weeks. This is episode two of A Little Bit of Hope, the first reno. So way back when, I'm going to tell you a story, Uh, about five years ago, I was gone with our oldest. We had to go to a meeting for him, and I come home to pure chaos. My husband was home with my two younger at the time, and he's just asking for towels. He's asking for the shop vac, and I have no idea what's what's happening, but I go upstairs, and he's tearing carpet out of our oldest son's room. So what had happened was my husband was outside in the garage working out the two youngers. They weren't that young. Let's see. They were eight, seven and eight. Um, One of them used the restroom in my oldest son's bathroom and the toilet overflowed. And because my husband was outside, he didn't hear anything. This one of this kiddo went back into the playroom, which was kind of in a corner of our house above the garage. So when you're in that room, you can't hear anything. So the water had an opportunity to overflow for 30 minutes. And when I'm talking overflow, it overflowed. The location of this bathroom was at the center of our house. We had an open concept home at the time. And so all of the water started just going down walls, and just creating all kind of havoc. And this was our, I don't know, maybe third or fourth experience with water damage in the home that we are at. Just crazy things. My husband and I joke that we are the people that the plumber or the contractor will come over to the house and say, wow, I've never seen that before. And you're going to, you're going to find that theme throughout my stories and what propelled me into enjoying and loving home renovation. I don't enjoy toilets overflowing and water damage per se, but the process of putting the house back together is something I enjoy. So anyways, after getting all the carpet out, we end up calling the rescue company, you know, the one that comes in and brings you all the awesome fans and things like that. They start tearing out walls and ah, just doing all kinds of stuff. And I just remember sitting on our back patio. We were sitting on a picnic table we had with my husband having a beer. And I just look over at him and I clink his beer and I say, cheers. And that really launched us into a season of a lot of home renovation chaos. Some we brought on ourselves and some was just the nature of our home. If you've never watched the money pit, it was kind of that experience in that house. That house brought us lovely memories, but it also brought us a lot of headaches. So fast forward uh, about a month, we had to have fans and dehumidifiers running for a month. They had to tear out all the wood floor. They had to tear out walls. They had to tear out carpet, not just in one area of our home. I'm talking the entire entryway, part of our office, um, walls on our stairwell, our master bedroom closet. And so when we went to go renovate, I had to start picking out new things. So I kept the paint color, but I had to pick out carpet. I had to pick out wood flooring because we had to, our whole downstairs was wood floor. And when you um, have damage in one part of your wood floor, you have to sand the entire thing so that it matches. So I had to pick a new stain color. And then I had to pick some new paint for my son's bedroom. And while that was a tumultuous time and so very stressful, I look back on it now, you know, hindsight's 2020. And I think about how 
that awakened in me a desire I didn't realize I had, a desire that I can look back in my childhood and say, wow, that really is a piece and a part of me where if you listen to my introduction, I used to be an elementary school teacher. I can't find that in my past. I can't find that passion back there. And so this excitement when he brought the carpet samples over and wood floors, putting the wood floor stain down and deciding on what to do, because we went very different. We went from very, very dark stain to a very, very light stain. And we went from your just basic kind of tan carpet to a really neat gray carpet. And um, that propelled me into doing other things like painting our banister and all kinds of stuff. And you can find all of this. I'm going to be loading these stories on Pinterest and on my blog at themessymingling.com and on my Instagram feed at Megan Fish, at Megan K. Fish, the letter K in between. Um, and I'll link all that in the show notes. But that really, that first renovation that I was forced into because of a toilet that overflowed is what propelled me into this desire or being aware of this desire to renovate and home design. Um, I have always been one to walk into a space and I'm not being judgmental. And I know when you feel like you have to preface that you are, you say, Oh, you really are being judgmental, but I cannot go on my walks with the dogs outside or walk into a space without either taking in the design elements that I see that I love that just inspire me or walk into a space and start creating. Um, I am currently thinking about the boys. They have a playroom, but they're in seventh and eighth grade. So the playroom needs have shifted and changed, right? No longer is it swords and Legos and all of that kind of stuff, but more, you know, techie kind of things. And so I was just in that room today and I can't walk in there without thinking of ideas. And this first renovation with the water damage really awakened that in my soul. Every home that we've had, every room that I've lived in, whether it was in college or when we first got married or even my bedrooms growing up, I was always doing something. I was always thinking about um, design or what part piece of furniture I was going to put where or little decor I was going to bring in. Um, and every house that we've lived in, I've always walked into a space and thought about the creative design of that space and how I can put our my touch on it and incorporate my husband as well. I don't want to leave him out. <laughs> and I live in a house full of boys. I have three boys and a husband. And so I have to bring in that masculine element that I tend to dr be drawn to anyways. But this first forced renovation really awakened in me a desire for design. And I had no idea how many opportunities I would get to be creative in my home. Um, we had another water damage issue. We had a freeze in North Texas, which I know so many of you from the North, you can't understand this, but we are just not built for snow and ice and freezes. We get it almost every year, but not sub substantially enough to where everything can withstand it. And so we had a pipe freeze and burst. And so we had to redo floors again and all of that kind of stuff. But then right before we moved out of that house, um, my husband and I had the opportunity to renovate our master bath and our kitchen. And I had no idea how much joy that would bring me until I stepped into it. And then when I finished it, I was so very proud of myself for that. I, I look back on that kitchen and the design that I did in that home and the changes that we made. And we'll all talk about different ones. I just wanted to talk about the first renovation and how I was forced into this dream or this desire, or this way I was built. Um, 
I look back on it with such pride and I don't think it's a bad thing to be prideful of the things that you have accomplished or done. And I think so many of us, and this is part of the hope that I want to bring to this podcast, don't step into things and have pride in it or to, or say, you know what, I'm actually pretty good at that, or I can do more of that, or I can share that with someone else to help them along the way. I think so many of us limit ourselves in that because we don't have the degree, we don't have the experience. I know I've looked into different opportunities to design uh, in a job form, and they ask for experience, and it intimidates me. It really does. And it intimidates me almost to the point of not applying to that job. But I've told myself in the last month, go apply and do the things. Even if you got, get told no, you don't need a degree to be good at design. You don't need someone else's validation for you to do what you were created to do. And for me, it's stepping one piece of me, one aspect. We're going to talk about all of them. We're going to talk about the writing and the chickens and the gardening. But I wanted to talk about this first renovation because that really propelled me into all the other things. You don't need someone else's validation or a uh, certificate on the wall for you to step into the things that bring you joy, that bring you peace, that energize you, that make you a better wife, that make you a better mom, that make you come alive. All of those things I just listed is what I experienced. Now, there's a side aspect to renovation. So I didn't experience it always. There was some frustration. <laughs> and there's contract meg that comes out that's a little bit different than the one that's speaking to you now. But for the most part, all those things happened as I was able to be creative in my home and in the spaces in our home. And I say that not to toot my own horn or to sound prideful, but to encourage you to go and do the things that are that you are holding your back yourself back from because you're waiting for someone else's validation or you're scared you're going to fail. And look, there are more times that I have failed than I have succeeded at any of this. And I walk into, we've been in this home for a year and it's not a failure, but I walk into rooms and I'm like, hmm, why did I make that choice? But you know, what's so awesome is you can learn from it and you can change your mind and you can constantly be evolving. And so that first renovation, I am so grateful for as much as I look back at that time. And I think that was pretty hellish at times. I'm not going to lie. Having your floors and walls ripped out and fans going 24 seven and talking to project managers that have too much going on. And so they ignore you and all that frustration of trying to get contractors in your home just to get the job done. That was all so frustrating. But when I look back on those moments, of designing our house in that first experience and that first renovation. I'm so grateful for it because it reminded me of who I am, who I was and who I'm supposed to be. And that's someone who enjoys being creative in our home and cre creating a space um, that is inviting and welcome to those who enter. So with that being said, that is episode two of a little bit of hope. And I hope it propels you into starting to at least think about, or maybe even get the courage to write down those dreams that you desire to do that you've withheld yourself from doing because you don't have the validation or the degree or the experience to back it up. My advice is to just step out and do it and see what happens because I had no idea the road I would travel. And we'll talk about it more in future episodes from that first experience of a toilet overflowing into what I've been able to do since then. So I hope that brings you some encouragement and a little bit of hope. 
and I'm going to go and fix the throw pillows on my bed that my husband loves to mess up just to irk me. Have a good one.